That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Now, whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me, as always, is my very good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. Happy almost New Year. How are you doing today, and have you done your last weekly review of 2020? Hi, James. I am doing fine today. Pretty good, in fact, and... I have done my last review of 2020. Ta-da! Yay! Yay! Confetti sounds. That's right. Bring out the t-shirt gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, not that we have t-shirts. I um, was going to say, why, why have we never had a t-shirt gun at a uh, James Dempsey and the Breakpoints uh, show? I want one. Next time, the world can get together for a big show like that well because the proceeds for from t-shirt sales always went to app camp for girls oh, so right. we didn't <laughs> want to give them away <laughs> um we'll put a bill we'll put a little invoice that's right a little you catch, you catch it you paid for it <laughs> people like scrambling to avoid them um <laughs> That's right. Somehow the, the invoice gun never took off. <laughs> <clears throat> um, oh, and... Um, and you? Me. I'm also doing well. Um, I've been busy working on inventing the invoice gun, where you <laughs> people catch it and they have to pay you. Um, that's my my big, big project for 2021. Um <laughs> Uh, so I pinged you earlier today and told you I was really striving to get my weekly review done. And then you said, oh, I should do that too. And you got yours done. And then I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I psyched you out. It was a, it was a fake. Yeah, I, a fake. I wondered. <laughs> no, that was not... What happened was, since I haven't done the, my weekly review for quite a while, um, as regular listeners will recall, um, I was doing a lot of getting inbox to zero. So I got through all the physical mail that I had been letting pile up. Um, and then also, we've, we've talked in the last couple of episodes about tracking habits or not tracking habits. And my... My uh, OmniFocus recurring daily tasks had really gotten out of hand. So <laughs> today was kind of uh, cleaning up a bunch of those. So I am now poised to do a weekly review. And I know I've said that before. Um, <laughs> but I really do want to get one done before the end of the year, which means tomorrow's the day because we're recording on the 30th. And um, I intend to do one. So... Let's call it in progress. Okay. Well, so that's something. It's like Plus, not an empty checkbox. It's that little hyphen. <laughs> I mean, you can certainly take credit for me getting mine done. So there you go. I, uh, I, I would have done, you know, at least a 
um, what do we call it? A shoddy weekly review, be, you know, today. Anyway, but I, I thought I really need to dig in and, you know, I, besides just reviewing things, actually get some stuff moved around and I, I deleted some projects. I cleared my inbox, my OmniFocus inbox, which, you know, wasn't nothing like my, it was nothing like my email inbox, but, you know, in some ways, you know, one thing to figure out what to do about an OmniFocus can, you know, lead you down a whole rabbit hole. So That's very true. Uh, I'm very happy to see no items in my OmniFocus inbox. Um, they have either been assigned to projects that existed or they weren't really to-do items. They were projects that needed to be promoted um, from actions. And so I refamiliarized myself with the promote to project button. And that was good. Uh, you know, of course, now I have more projects, but at least things are where they're supposed to be instead of uh, swimming around aimlessly in the inbox. Excellent. And uh, I did get my uh, OmniFocus inbox to zero today also. Um, and uh, so I guess that brings us to our weekly to-do the weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. Yeah, which apparently we didn't actually commit to anything last week. Which I take responsibility for that because I was the host of last week's show, and I was feeling already so ashamed of my inability to make the weekly to-do work for me that I just, I didn't even put music into last week's podcast because I felt it would really have been unearned. Well, then we had the week off. (laughs) Then we had the week off. (laughs) Do you have a new year weekly to-do, to do Um, the first week of the new year? Well, uh, you know, when I went to OmniFocus to try to remember what I had assigned for today, I saw my same uh, fast mail, you know, to do, which was open up the fast mail mailbox in Apple Mail and, you know, like get it set up. And uh, I did that. So I just want to say I did get one done today. Um, And I... I am getting closer to having this fast mail project done, but it seems to be working pretty nicely in Apple Mail. Um, I have some questions about how to make sure it gets picked up in Maelstrom and and in Chuck because the that is my you know can't live without tool now for managing email and it uh, uh, right now Maelstrom doesn't seem to want to see it as anything other than a Google uh, Mail account. And so I'm sure it's a it's a very doable fix, but um, that's where I am with that. Um, and yes, so I, I know I definitely used Maelstrom with my FastMail account, so it definitely right. should work. Um, 
but I don't know troubleshooting wise exactly how to do it. Um, yeah. Well, that sounds so, like a good to do. I got it done. Um, for next week, though, I I think I want to uh, have I want to take fast mail out of my weekly to do uh, hamster wheel that it's been on, and just you know have it. I, I want to finish that project because I'm close, and I, um, but I have a new little project that I started today. Uh, something I've been thinking about for a while, which is uh, switching my username at micro.blog from Mac Genie to Jean, <laughs> which is something that I thought about doing when micro.blog first started. And then I decided to just leave it as Mac Genie because then cross posts to Twitter worked, you know, if I had the same name in both places, but I'm hardly going to Twitter anymore. And so I decided I'm also just tired of having that name um, that I really picked pretty, you know, haphazardly back in the early days of signing up for things when mm-hmm. I thought, well, it's not a good idea to use your own name, um, probably. And somebody gave me that as a suggestion. And I was like, okay, I'll go with it. And that was, you know, 14 years ago to sign up for Dig. Remember Dig? And then I used it on Twitter, and now, yep, I'm I'm kind of excited about it. So I had a chat with Manton today during our regular um, weekly meeting, and you know went over some of the, the logistics um, because it's not as easy as just changing your name in a service. You're it's also a blog and a timeline and things like that. But it's not actually that hard. We talked about it. And so anyway, by next, this time, next show, I will have changed over my name on micro.blog and actually in other places where I can change it. Um, I'm not going to change Twitter. I'm just going to leave it as Mac Genie, but uh, I tested it out in Slack. Slack is pretty easy place to change your username and uh there's a few other things so so anyway that's that's my plan is to have a new online more authentic identity for 2021 <laughs> nice um and i have i i i think we've talked in a couple episodes that the one disney thing i collect is actually um old guide maps from the disneyland resort Maybe mm-hmm. we haven't. I don't know if we did. No, but anyway, I think we've talked about it. over the last few. We've talked about pretty much everything. So um, <laughs> over the last few weeks, um, I've ordered some off of eBay, and uh, mm-hmm. I have yet to open and process a number of them. So that'll be my weekly to do. Um, just well, that take care of like that fun that backlog. It's kind of fun, and it's kind of you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, it's bittersweet. Yeah, exactly. There's this year. some work involved. Um, yes, well, collecting was easy this year because they stopped in April. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but uh, actually, yeah, I think it was April. So that's uh, that's what I'll do this week. And um, speaking of Disney and 
leading into Pixar-related things. We thought this week uh, at the end of the year, rather than go into a, like a, a very technical kind of uh, productivity tool thing, we would talk about a movie we both uh, watched over, uh, over the Christmas weekend, uh, which is Pixar's new movie, Soul. Yeah. And there will be spoilers. Yes. I think. We haven't mapped it out. But if you haven't seen Soul yet, it's streaming exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Um, and uh, we both enjoyed it and recommend it. But just stop listening now because we're going to talk about it and you'll be spoiled. Yeah. That's true. I hadn't thought about spoilers when we suggested this idea. But... That's, yeah, I think it's a good one to talk about and uh, uh, because we really, really enjoyed it. We both watched it on the day it came out, but separately um, streaming. And then a couple days later, we did the second watch of Soul together online, uh, sort of. You know, we, we were, we did remote watching party uh, manually constructed by us manually syncing the movie and saying go. <laughs> and um, yeah, enjoyed it. Always the second time around with a Pixar movie, um, they tend to have so many details that you mm-hmm. pick up on things you didn't the first time. Um, and I was thinking, um, at least for me, that message of the movie well first of all i was i was joking that it is like the perfect uh midlife crisis movie <laughs> for kids <laughs> right <laughs> um because a lot of what am i doing with my life and um <laughs> questions um do come up and uh at least for me they, those hit those hit close to home a little bit um but this notion that um, uh, there are a few things that I found really interesting in there. One, like the notion of being in the zone. Yes. Um, but that that is closely related in the in the world that they created to being what they call a lost soul or somebody that is so obsessed with something that they completely disconnect from the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah, that was fascinating. And uh, I would have never put those two so close together <laughs> before. I would have thought of them um, in a kind of spectrum uh, on either end. And so thinking about how a person could get so wrapped up in something that they, you know, kind of lose their, their soul, their that they have, um, they don't lose their soul, but they're, they're lost souls. They can't, um, they can't get break out of their uh, obsession is when you're in the zone. And a lot of the examples of being in the zone were music related because this is a music, um, you know, highly music based story about a, a, jazz pianist who's a junior high school teacher or high school teacher. I don't know. I guess high school. Middle school. And 
middle school. Sorry, I'm so <laughs> I'm dating myself with the terminology. So, you know, when when you see a musician, especially you know, you see it in in jazz, who is so moved by what they're playing and so engaged in it that they kind of you know they get into that flow state like to a really high degree um they are a little lost um and uh it's a good thing but it could could also be a bad thing if you can't appreciate what's going on around you in the mundane world and um yeah there so many aspects of um of the movie but i think you and i talked a little bit um i forget if it was right after the fact or in a different conversation about um how especially or often in the productivity space people can uh sometimes obsess over their productivity system yeah <laughs> um Sometimes possibly to the detriment of actually productivity, um, <laughs> where um, or or where that becomes the focus as opposed to a tool or a means of living your life, like having right. a life outside of your trusted system. And I know we, I mean, obviously we talk a lot about our trusted systems, um, but I think that. Um, one thing I think we've has been a kind of a running theme through our episodes is that really it's there to help you. You're not in service to it. Um, and it's really is there to help you lead your kind of a, a more carefree life because you're sure you're not missing some critical thing, some critical mundane thing that needs to be paid or sent in or what have you. Right. Um, but that it's not preventing you from enjoying your life. If anything, hopefully it's helping support you in enjoying your life more. Right. Exactly. That um, you can, you know, maybe like in the way that the movie uh, portrays it, it's in, in the kind of ideal sense of say getting things done and i think what makes it attractive when you first learn about the system is the idea that you can focus you can really focus on something and not um have to worry about all these unclosed or open loops in your life because you have them filed away somewhere that where they'll be when you're ready to work on them and the focus is like, you know, a, a way, in a way, like playing jazz versus maybe the lost soul is the person who is only focused <laughs> on what is the latest uh, task management or note taking or time tracking system that, uh, and is always worried they don't have the the right one or there's a better way to do it and uh, can't really enjoy the system because the system has become kind of the focus. And um, yeah, and it, it is also interesting that 
part of the part of the appeal of getting things done is that the notion of focusing and being present in the one thing that you are to currently say this is the thing that's that I I should be doing or I should be working on um and that you can let everything else go by the wayside almost trying to get you into this state of flow um and one wonders is there um there's not really a like there's no go outside and look at the sky um <laughs> projects usually Project. <laughs> i mean you could do that you could schedule outdoor time to do and um but kind of that notion of of just taking some moments to appreciate the th- things that are not super exciting right just average every day but still a sunset is a pretty amazing thing yeah you don't have to necessarily be on vacation or like at the beach it like sometimes just out my front door there's a gorgeous sunset and um it's nice to appreciate those things even though it's not on my to-do list appreciate sunset 605 (laughs) okay check done I really appreciated it. Um, I have, <laughs> I have to. Com- I have a confession to make that this winter, as you know, the sunsets kept getting earlier and earlier, and I, you know, once it's dark, I don't have, especially when it's cold and rainy, I don't think about stepping outside. And I thought I keep missing like when the sun's going down, and I should just like step outside for that last bit of light in the day and and just appreciate it but it's not obviously it's not a fixed time and i so i went on a little uh research tour of how could i you know get myself reminded that it's almost sunset um i i was hoping that like some kind of calendar thing could do that you know or have something that's already built into what i have but I couldn't find that, and based on what I read um, of recommendations online, I downloaded an app on the App Store that is quite uh, detailed, you know, about the state of the sky and the moon and all of that stuff, and it could do push notifications. And I I made it um, remind me 10 minutes before sunset, you know, at least alert me. So I have the choice of going outside and before I look up and go like, oh, shoot, it's already dark. Um, Obviously, we are past the winter solstice now. So we'll be getting to that time of the year where I'll be like, when is it going to get dark already? (laughs) Or why is it light so early in the morning? And I'll be, you know, that's the way it goes. But it was... Anyway, it was an interesting experiment. I finally deleted it because I, I, you know, one more reminder uh, on my devices has got to be a really kick-ass reminder <laughs> for me to add anything new. And I found that I wasn't really taking advantage of it. So, uh, yeah. So I did kind of have a check uh, 
list item for look at the sunset for about a week this month. That's and we we did not coordinate that in advance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, but did it, yeah? I'm just just like the hat the checkoff habit. Like yes, yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. But um, what was I going to say? I one thing is with uh, the home automation. Mm-hmm. From HomeKit from Apple, you can have things turn on or off. Like you can have things happen at sunset and sunrise, um, mm-hmm. and and it'll adjust it, and it'll adjust it accordingly. Yeah, um, I've done that actually for um, not for my phone, but for the iPad that I have in uh, that uh, my iPad Mini is the one that I have on my nightstand and. Uh, it's set to, you know, um, you know what I'm the the night night mode, not night mode, but the sleep the mode, mode, the mode that just like turns your screen a little yellow instead of blue. Night shift. Orange. Night shift. Okay, and uh, that that works well, and I, that's why I thought I could find somewhere to to give me a notice because mm-hmm. obviously the phone or the iPad iOS knows knows. You know. Yes. Well, the other thing is that it doesn't seem like you can offset the time when you do home automation. Right. That's like true. you can't say do this an hour before sunset or sunrise. Um, oh God, not an hour before sunrise. That's, that's too <laughs> early. Um, <laughs> And and of course the other is just to set a reminder for noon, um, every day because the sun will most likely be out. Um, <laughs> yeah, if it's not, then if it, well, if you're not like in the, if you're not like management. way up at the Arctic Circle or the Antarctic Circle, or if it's you know super cloudy. Um, True. I was doing a. I don't know if it was a reminder. Um, I was trying to get out into the sun over the summer um, mm-hmm. to just get some sun and some vitamin D. Um, well, it looks like despite our best intentions, we've slipped into productivity technology talk. <laughs> um, yeah, we're so predictable, I guess. We really um, are. Um, I want to sh- talk about the movie a little bit more before sure. we wrap up, at least like since we 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 started the discussion and we had the spoiler horn blow um what was your what was your favorite thing obviously <laughs> as that's a hard question but what is something that really delighted you in this movie hmm um it's a good question or we could just wrap up i don't care um i like the music yeah yeah, the music was really nice. In fact, I listened to jazz all day the next day, um, like sort of classic jazz, like from the the various jazz artists whose photos were sprinkled throughout the uh, the background in you know the various settings in in uh, Joe the the protagonist's home and uh, school and also in the nightclub. 
I like the nightclub scene. I like seeing the jazz players play together. That Same here. Cool. Um, I also, I think often in a Pixar movie, one of my favorite, there's usually like a, a non-main character who I enjoy. It's very mm-hmm. true in Brad Bird uh, Pixar movies. Um, mm-hmm. But in this one, um, the barber. Yeah. I really enjoyed his story. Um, and just the fact that, um, well, I don't know about you, but my, my career, what I do is not something I ever was like, oh, I think I'm going to be something that as a kid you couldn't even be because it didn't exist yet. Um, you don't know about me? You think that I intended to be the community manager of a blogging and social media platform? Well, that's what I'm saying is, is I was, I was thinking the very same thing about you, Gene. Um, that we both like do things that are certainly not what we initially thought we were setting out to do. But um, in both cases, I think it's it's worked out well for us. And I know I'm enjoying what I'm doing, and I yeah. believe you are as well. I am. Yeah, that was a, he was a great character. I mean, just visually great. That whole scene in the barbershop was so good. And it made me a little bit uh, sorry, you know, to be a woman who doesn't get to have that kind of barbershop treatment. <laughs> um, you know, because I, I mean, I haven't cut my hair now in over a year, but... Uh, I do like going to get my hair cut, but I've always thought that whole like getting a shave mm-hmm. and, and having your, your you know, sideburns and everything like all trimmed up and everything that always looked like a cool thing to me. So, And I very rarely do it, but I have gotten a, a shave at a, barber sh- at a barber shop before. And yeah, it's it's kind of it's it's kind of cool. Um, it feels really, and you have to really trust the barber, obviously. (laughs) Um, but yes, it, it's, it's cool. Um, the, uh, yeah, so that was my favorite and your favorite. Um, I, I mean, again, favorite is hard to describe, but I will say I, I really liked the, um, characters who managed, the afterlife or the before life. Um, yes. The design of them, the voices, the acting was really great. Um, they managed to uh, give them personality, but, you know, and uh, distinction among them, even though technically they, you know, weren't really distinct from each other. Uh, I think, you know, that whatever, like, I don't want to get all metaphysical, but um, the f- that was, you know, and just that notion that, I don't know if I like the notion that uh, souls get like, shuttled off to various personality types. <laughs> right. Like, uh, especially, you know, the ones that are maybe the annoying personality types. But That's right. Maybe uh, we should, but, maybe we should send less maybe we shouldn't send so many through that pavilion <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but the notion was clever and 
And I did like the souls themselves. Like I was especially watching it the second time, paying more attention to how they created all of those little characters and made it, you know, made it fun to watch them. And uh, they weren't, it wasn't just like a bunch of video game, you know, instances or whatever. Mm -hmm. They they had personalities as well, even before they had personalities. (laughs) Excellent. Um, Well, I think that might bring us to the end of our, our episode. Um, do you yeah. have anything else you'd like to add, Jean? I would like to say Happy New Year to all the lovely weekly review listeners. And uh, we're looking forward to 2021, which will have our like third anniversary in the spring. And I can't believe it, but we're still here. And we we enjoy hearing from people and also, you know, just knowing that there are people listening and uh, it's not having a big audience has never been our uh, our priority, but we have a nice audience. And we, uh, thanks for listening. We do indeed. Thank you for listening and Happy New Year again um, to all of our listeners and to you, Jean. Um, Same to you. And um, I hope uh, 2021 is a good year for everyone, a as productive as you want it to be, um, you could just <laughs> blow off the next year. What What do we care? Um, it's your It's your year. Do what you'd like. Um, but if so, you know that's your choice, and that's great. You're being productive at getting enjoyment done. Um, wow! At wow, the, James. Now that I <laughs> let me get down off of this soapbox um and wrap up this episode so we can get back to preparing for new year's eve um hopefully safe sound and healthy and um getting things done you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm on micro.blog and twitter we are at the weekly review and um also you can always email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm um it'd be great if you would rate or review this podcast, it would be a great New Year's gift for us. We'd love it. Um, it also helps us find new listeners, helps new listeners find us. And we always love to hear from you. Um, even if it's just a note that says, Happy New Year. And uh, we promise we'll write back and say, Happy New Year back. <laughs> <laughs> because we're polite like that. And we love to hear <laughs> from you. So thanks for listening. And we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things